for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everything. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 54 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast for lemurs. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And it has been a week, my friend. It has. I've had a rough one this I'm week. I'm sorry. Dude. It's all good. What happened? Oh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Before Uh-oh. we jump into all that business, let me give you guys listening the business. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blueharvestpodcast. Boom. Follow us on Twitter at blueharvestpod. Boom. Email us questions and comments at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Just me and Will this week. OG. OG. No guests. If you want to get at me on Twitter, it's at WillWinter. There you go. Get at that boy on Twitter. Yeah, I post chef stuff. It should be and William Blue Harvest stuff. AC Witten at twi- on Twitter. <sighs> what is the AC? I've forgotten. You oh come on you you didn't forget it. You live it every day, ass crusher. I was just hoping you'd say something different. That's all. <laughs> Accountant certified something. No, ass crusher Ooh. is is way cooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly, I could tell you what the AC was for, but I'd have to crush you. Speaking of ass crushers, we have a story about our old Uncle George this week that I think we could have a little fun with. Uh, I think it's going to be good. <laughs> so how's your week been going, buddy? It's been crazy, but it's good. Yeah, I hear you got to hang out with pretty much my entire family last night. I did. That's I w- fucked up. I went to the Doobie Brothers concert and the Journeys concert. Well, they oh, were the man. same. I, you know, it was Doobie Brothers, then Journey. The Journeys. The Journeys. The Journeys. <laughs> Do they still have that um, that kid that they found oh, doing yeah. karaoke? They most certainly do. And he killed it. Nailed oh, it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've heard he's really good. I watched a documentary about him, and he did not seem stoked to be in Journey. He's like 48. He is? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're kidding me. That's what they told me last night. I, I have yet to Google that, but I, like Goose looked it up or something. Hmm. And I just took Goose at his word. But you know how gullible I am. You could get me with a crippled ghost joke at any oh, fucking man. moment. So, well, you know, it might not be true. The kid might be 20. Who, who and knows? Anybody hoping for one of those tonight, Will didn't crush your ass. He just crushed your dreams. Yep. Because he's waiting for it. I'm going to have to. I'm so on guard now. It is <laughs> an, you are going to have to hold out for a minute. Yeah. You got me have to good, let it build dude. up. You got me good. All right. So you guys went to see Doobie Brothers and journey yeah how was journey it was beautiful really dude power fisting singing through you can imagine me in a in a in a i can imagine you i've been in me in a i've been in a car when you're listening listening to journey so i can imagine driving down the road just (laughs) put me in a crowd with them right in front of me it's like i'm backup singing was goose singing i don't even know man she just a small town girl (laughs) <coughs> they Speaking closed with Goose. that. <coughs> oh yeah, that's that's got to be a close. I think they opened with it and closed with it. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure they played it twice. They played it twice. Wow, that's a little bit of a cheese dick move. Jeremy. I mean, 
you know, you're whatever. You're not going to. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, sweet. Speaking of, of uh, Goose, my man got on Twitter. <clears throat> the outcry for Goose to get on Twitter was so loud that he finally did it. He did it. He got on there and he's like, oh, man, I found out I had a Twitter since 2012. He used to play this um, this mobile game. Do you remember when he wanted us to play Rage? Yeah, Rage Against Bahamut. Rage of Bahamut Rage or some Bahamut. shit like that. And I guess he got a Twitter just to tweet stuff for pro- for promotions in yeah, that game. Yeah, to get cards. So like, if you look at his Twitter account, like it's like, oh, Star Wars, what up? The Baloney King is here, blah, 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 all his yeah. new stuff. If you look backwards, it's like, man, Rage is an amazing game. Yeah, everybody My- should play this. <laughs> Promo code. So, yeah, everybody that wanted Goose on Twitter, it's here. He, um, Somebody said that they hoped uh, Goose turned that dude that sent those emails uh, to me, hoped that they uh, that Goose turned him into a, a, a baloney Big Mac. And Goose was like, whoa, 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 my man. Don't respect, don't disrespect baloney like that. <laughs> baloney is awesome. That guy's just a bitch. That's true. So... If you're looking for any insights, and man, Goose's Twitter has been golden. I'm telling you right now. He started posting on Memorial Day, and he was like grilling shirtless, chugging beers and shit. And I retweeted the picture with the caption, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, that's great. But, uh, yeah. So follow our buddy. I think it's just Goose Payne. P-A-Y-N-E on Twitter. It'll pop up Sidious Payne. Yes, it will. So, you want to talk about this uh, George Lucas story that broke? Oh, let's do it. I'm ready. So, apparently, around June 1st, so two days ago, uh, Radar Online released an article detailing some of the names in Heidi Fleiss's infamous Little Black Book. Why don't you fill everybody in on who Heidi Fleiss is, in case they Uh, don't know? If you're not familiar with who Flighty... Heidi Fleiss. She became a very infamous Hollywood madam who had, you know, very expensive girls available for very wealthy men uh, for the right price for a certain amount of time. High priced prostitution, escorts, whatever you want to call it. So, <clears throat> some of the names leaked out from this little black book of her clients and stuff. And uh, let me just, what good is a little black book if, like, names are going to get leaked from it? Like, I don't know, man. You know? Anyway, continue. <laughs> well, th- here are some, some people that are on there. Johnny Depp. Of course. Billy Idol. Not a surprise. Hugh Hefner. That's surprising, but not as much as like, you would think. Like, doesn't he just have I it mean, on tap? I was about to say, don't you live at the Playboy Mansion, and aren't right? they all, like, in service to you? Man, look, you know... And I'm, I know that's not how that is. Somebody was going to get upset that that's not what being a Playmate's about, and I understand. Uh, okay, fair enough. But some of those Playmates do have sex with Hugh Hefner, and that is a disturbing thing to think about right now. It's like having a sex, sex with a White Walker from Game of Thrones. He's old, dude. Yeah. I'm not nothing against old dudes, but... But, like... Old and saggy balls. But, uh, okay, also, O.J. Simpson defense attorney, Robert Shapiro. Okay. George Lucas. George Lucas. Uncle George. George Lucas is on the client list. While I am surprised, I'm not surprised. Now, Radar Online did make sure to say that just because someone's name was in that doesn't mean that they... Frequented the service. Or even used her for that service it might have been a business contact but it's probably pretty likely that george got an expensive fucking night and, with a lady of the evening so the fuck what i mean you know, just in my opinion like if you're a single man this is the thing like your business is your business george lucas got divorced in 1983 like right after return of the jedi I'm pretty sure he was single up until he got married to his current wife a couple years ago. I don't know that for sure. Maybe he was out there slaying ass back and forth. All kinds of different girlfriends. If he was, they weren't ever public. He's a private guy. But I could see the dude being like a single for 30 years. Yeah, I'll get a high-end escort. What the fuck? But man, it's just not... money to blow. (laughs) Right? Emphasis on blow. Money to blow. And I'm telling you right now, like... It's not the fact that he got a prostitute that disturbs me. 
it's the idea of George Lucas having sex at all that kind of disturbs I me. I mean, I understand, but we're all human. Like, I'm not. Hey, I'm not taking that's a desire that I'm not trying within every human. It's unfortunate when those become public. You know, when you're a celebrity figure. Right. I'm not trying to take it away from them. Because they can tarnish an image of someone that holds Look, you in such high esteem. George Lucas needs to get his, his... I just don't feel that way. I mean... George Lucas needs to get his every now and then. Yeah, see? That's okay. how He's I'm a saying. guy. He's a dude. Even ladies need to get theirs. Yeah. I'm not saying it's and just a And if a, a lady thing. wants to pay a bunch of money for a really attractive man that's her right to do that that's like your dream job <laughs> that is not that is like that your is, dream job that is not my will witten professional gigolo no that is not my <laughs> that is not my chosen career thank you very much i didn't say you were in that career i'm just saying like my dream job would be to i don't know what my dream job would be. The, 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 Adult life has just broken me down in the job front, man. You got to let the grind go and do what you love. I don't know what my dream job it would be. It would not be being a professional gigolo. It'd be being a professional podcast, like, studio producer. Man, yeah, I could see enjoying that, but also, like, I would play video games for a living, like, review video games. But it, the th the reason I'm hesitant to say that is because do you start hating it when that's your job, when you have to play fucking fallout for 12 hours a day not if so you, you can really write the love review. it yeah yeah if you do what you love i could see how you and i mean you'll never know until you try but thank if, you jack burton if you really do what you love it's just i can't imagine what the situation is like when george lucas calls up a fucking high-end escort service i need to fuck <laughs> faster more intense i do a terrible i do oh. a terrible fucking george lucas but you're gonna have you guys are gonna have to hold on here because it's probably gonna come up a good bit i imagine like he he you know he goes and rents like a really nice hotel room and the fucking lady comes in you know the lady of the evening the lady of the night and probably some clear plastic hill heels or oh, something no sir no I that's slices young women not. no that's that's low rent you think yeah i don't I know nothing about the world of prostitution. Surprise, surprise. So she comes in, and there's just like this huge chest on in the uh, in the, the the hotel room with a note on it that says "Open me." She opens it up, and there's George Lucas all decked out in a fucking flannel gimp suit, with oh, a fucking no. R two D two ball that gag is in his not mouth. Where I thought this was gonna go, <laughs> that went somewhere i did not think it was gonna go like you know or maybe george lucas just he's just a old vanilla missionary style what type if of guy. he's dressed up like princess leia oh <laughs> leia buns with the white <laughs> help me high-end prostitute you're my, you're my only, only hope, hope. <laughs> oh man oh. who knows who knows what old george is into it doesn't matter doesn't matter what you're into as long don't as look me in the anybody. eye <laughs> That's my philosophy, I guess. As long as you're not hurting anybody, it doesn't matter what. Oh, you're clearly. Doing. I mean, like, I don't think George Lucas is like putting out cigars on a lady. I mean, or... like, what if he likes to to pop balloons? You know, what if he <laughs> like with if... his dick? I don't know. With any part of him, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess because you know we're talking about prostitution or whatever. But I just imagine George Lucas like fucking. Lining up a whole bunch of balloons and fucking popping them. Maybe Star Wars <laughs> no. Mylar birthday balloons. Oh, you know, the real yeah. thick foil ones or whatever. What if they had Indiana Jones on them? What if, what if that would crush your soul if secretly George Lucas was like an Indiana Jones man before he was a Star Wars man? <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I don't. It doesn't sit well. That with you, does that it? bothers me more than thinking of George having sex with a prostitute. <laughs> I think I him preferring Indiana Jones yeah. over Star Wars, and I love Indiana Jones. Yeah, right. But uh, I'm not taken away from Indy. But damn, it would be weird if he was if he wanted to pop Indiana Jones balloons <laughs> with Harrison Ford on him with his dick. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe George has like a little. Maybe George is a little bi curious. Should has a thing for. Harrison. Who knows? Who cares? Who cares, man? 
Do your thing, George. Do what you do. Like what you like. I'm sure he hasn't been visiting any ladies of the evening now that he's married. I'm, I'm sure, sure that's not. behind him. Of he's course. Got a, he's got a young child now. I'm sure he's probably dealing with the bullshit of it right now. I know, I feel man. for the guy. Like, <laughs> right. He's probably hearing, oh, so you were with hookers before you were with me. Well, I sure hope you've been checked out. Like, that's what he's going to hear for the next. I'm sure George is nothing but safe in the bedroom. I'm sure he uses a fucking carbonite condom. Right. You know what I'm I'm sure he did. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure he was. And that's what we advocate here at Blue Harvest. Do you think he breaks out the toys when he's like, look at my vibro blade. No, (laughs) no, no, no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my lord. Oh man. So he probably plays diving for Ewoks. I don't know what the fuck's been going on, man. I have been when it rains at pours, people have been fucking piling up on me what this happened? last week. Well, you know, we got the shit heel that's been emailing Rogue One. Whatever to that dude. The dude that wants to quote unquote fight me at celebration. Yeah. And then, like, I got some real aggressive messages on Facebook. Here, I got a, I got news for a dude that wants to fight Hawes. <laughs> like, you, you're going to have to make it through some people that love him very much and that will whoop the shit out of you before you can make it to Hawes. So, any, I mean, I welcome any taker, but you, you've got at least me and Goose to make it through, and Vader, Nick, and Oof. Johnny would. That is a that too. is a crew I would not want to have to try and get through. Yeah, you don't want to. Look, but you're welcome to try. Vader Nick is a giant teddy bear, but you know what? He'll he's, smash your uh, face like a <laughs> coconut. <bro. laughs> yes, he will. I could see that dude <coughs> causing some hurt. He's like the nicest guy I know, but if you tried to hurt somebody he loved, oh. he would smash you to pieces. And like it literally, I was I was saying it'd be like uh he's like if we were the Avengers, he's like our incredible Hulk. Yeah. Hulk would fucking smash. Yeah. You know who I am? Who are you? Professor X. No, you're not. That's not. <laughs> He's not even part of the Avengers. I mean, he could be. He could. So do you want to get into a little email? That's really the news. Uh, there's another news item uh, about Rogue One going through some reshoots. I'm just going to say that news item makes me want to reshoot myself in the face. <laughs> Okay. Because it's been nothing about but bitching about it since it came out. Oh. We got an email about it, so we'll address that story okay. during that email. Well, let's do that then. All right. Uh, this first email might be a little bit of a surprise from you. It's from someone in your family. Oh, is it really? It is from your cousin, Will. Okay. Will has a cousin whose name is Will. Yeah. So he sent us in an email. Oh, nice. This is what he has to say. Blue Harvest Crew. How dare you, Halls and Will, not tell me about your podcast sooner? Of all the stuff that is blasted over Facebook, this should have been one of them. Listening to the podcast and Rogue One has made my commute in Montgomery much more bearable. As you two know, the radio stations around here suck. I'm going to put the brakes on right now. I don't understand how anybody listens to the radio anymore. The radio is fucking terrible. Jesse listens to the radio sometimes, and it more than talking about Rogue One reshoots, it makes me want to hang my head out the car while it's fucking driving and just hit it on the pavement, like while she's driving 70 miles an hour. Radio is fucking terrible. Yeah. I guess it's because I just haven't listened to the radio in years. Like, I just listen to music on my phone. I listen to NPR. Like That's different. I mean, I know it's different, but like I, I can say that I don't listen to the radio. Like all, I, whenever I'm in a vehicle, it's NPR, it's news or classical music, and that's I know different. that's ridiculous, but that's different. I don't know. Why NPR almost that. doesn't count. I mean, like radio stations, pop stations. There's a couple, like even the classic rock station here. Like it's Eagles all the time, motherfucking Eagles all the time. I hate the Eagles, man. <laughs> It's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the classic rock stations or the quote-unquote, it's all butt rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> butt it's all rock. butt rock. Fucking I, I turn it on. And I don't know what that term term. Nickelback. Oh. Nickelback oh. and fucking. It's just sad to hear. You know what I mean? Say like, it again. Nickelback. Oh. Fucking Creed. Oh, dude. We can stop. No. It's, it's that kind of shit, man. Okay. But anyway, sorry, uh, other Will, William A., we will call you. Yes. <clears throat> the other day, when I picked up Ella, 
when I turned the car back on, the Stone Car Stone Cobra Star Wars theme song came on, and she started jamming to it. Well, jamming it as much as a two-year-old can in a car seat. So thanks for that. But on to Star Wars talk. What do you think of the recent Rogue One reshoots ordered? Is that a bad sign for the future of the series? Or did people just get lazy and say the fans will buy tickets no matter what? Well, we're gonna, we have a couple of questions about reshoots. So we're going to get to your other questions first. And then we'll address the reshoots thing all in one big chunk. Because there's an, at least one more coming up about the reshoots. First of all, I just want to say to William, thank you for writing in. Like that's yes. awesome, and I'm glad that you found our podcast. Like, I wasn't trying to keep it a secret or anything. You know, it's just something that me and Hall has been doing, and mm-hmm. we just kind of put it out there to see if it would gain momentum or anything. We really haven't promoted ourselves very much at all. That's just the the minimal fact that we're on Twitter and just. I mean, I do. I post every episode on Facebook. I'm not even, on our my Facebook, Facebook page. is messed up again. But somebody wants your Facebook bad, bro, dude. They're trying to crush ass in your name. Yeah, right. But it's it's not that I don't approve. I mean, I do post it on Facebook, man, but I hate Facebook. I do, too. I stay away from like, it. I get I've on, had some bad Facebook experiences. Me, me too, this week. I'm going to tell you right now. It doesn't benefit. It, you know, in any way, continue. I had some real fucked up aggressive messages yeah. to me in my, uh, like, you know, if you're not friends with someone, it goes into your, like, filtered messages. Yeah. I had a couple of real fucking weird ones that I found last night. I'm telling you, leave that filtered message shit alone. Don't even open it. It's like the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. You open that shit and your face will melt melt away. But, um, yeah, man, Facebook is just, I don't want to be that guy, but like back in the day when, when I first got on Facebook in like 20, 2006 or whatever. Yeah. Like before people's parents and shit started getting on. Dude, when I got a Facebook, you, you had to be. A part you had to have a college email address with the college program that was adopted into Facebook. Like my e- my Facebook is still co- uh, tied to my Mississippi State email. So is mine. Mine's tied to my Mississippi State. Email. I have no idea how to access and it. And I don't either. I have so, no way into it. Yeah. So webmail wrote us off a long time ago. <laughs> they sure did. Um, but your cousin continues. Who is Snoke? Do you think this will be explained in eight or nine or through books slash comics? I really want to know his backstory more than I do Ray's for some reason. Um, I, I, I don't know who Snoke is. I think he's, you know, obviously the supreme leader of the First Order. But I, William, I really don't know. I really don't know who he is. And I'm, I haven't, you know, I've heard all the theories and there are a lot of, none of them sound at really that convincing to me. I think once I actually, and I do think we will get some story. I like think we'll I, get some explanation. I don't know how in-depth it'll go. You're going to have to provide something in the movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know how much we'll get. I think... Uh, the it, rest will be backfilled, I think. Yeah. With um, comic books and movies. Jason from Making Star Wars, um, you know, who was on the Rogue One podcast with us a couple weeks ago, has a really good theory that I think is one of the more sound ones I've heard, is that he thinks that maybe Snoke was someone that Luke sought out in his journeys after return of the Jedi while rebuilding the, um, the Jedi order. Maybe he heard about this, you know, this dude with all these mystical powers that might be, um, powerful in the force. And he sought him out to see what he knew. And that shit backfired, you know? Yeah. So you found an enemy. Yeah, that could be, I think that's cool. That would be cool. Um, he says, if episode eight is going to be about Luke and Ray training and have time gap in between, do you think it will be filled with Poe and Finn's character development or just skip ahead a few months? Sorry for the long-winded email. Next time I'm in, I'm in Beeham or Birmingham and have some free time, we should try and get lunch. I like that idea. Yeah, that's awesome. We absolutely will. And so, uh, Ella is wonderful. She's beautiful. <coughs> Man, it's weird to think about our old roommates and friends all having kids now. Yeah. Man, I'm getting old. Everybody's got kids now. I ain't having no goddamn kids. Yeah, I love other people's kids. I love other people's kids a whole lot. But you know what's awesome about other people's kids? What's that? I can go home and not be around other people's kids. Well, there you go. I got real lucky when Jesse and I got together. Like early on, we were talking. She was like, "I don't think I want kids," and I was like, "She is the one. <laughs> she is the one for me. This is just another sign." Because guess what? I don't want kids. 
And my fucking family gives us so much shit about it. The fact that you're in a relationship means that they're gonna they're gonna pressure you to have children like because they are your family and that's what they'll do. I ain't falling to that pressure. Under pressure. She might. She might. And then you will. If Jesse cha- I'm not if Jesse changes her mind, I'm not gonna fucking withhold kids from her and be like, No. No. I'm not gonna give you this thing you really want. <laughs> but as as of right now, we're on the same page. If that page changes, there will be some discussions. Maybe there might be some fucking devil spawn produced from it. No, nah, that'd be but, cool to see. I'm telling I you, think man. A little Hawes would be cool. That's a that's or a, a Ky- Jesse. That's a Kylo Ren situation waiting to happen. That kid will grow up hating Star Wars. You don't know that. Oh, I can. Oh, it will break my goddamn heart. That kid could grow up your best friend in the entire world. I mean, that could happen, but isn't it also a little weird when like people are like best friends with their parents? I didn't. I don't mean like. I'm not saying I don't I would mean hate unhealthily. A kid. So, like, right? I wouldn't. I'm not saying I would. Oh, it's fucked up when like parents party with their kids you ever known those parents no like hey kids let's smoke weed i'm the cool parent right that's weird to me yeah you know um so he asked about uh the sort of the story structure of episode eight so i think it's a given that we're gonna see ray training with luke i mean you have to that would almost be i really want to that's a disservice if you don't it would almost be like one of the biggest surprises in the movie if we didn't see that you know what i'm saying yeah um but there's also that weird thing where you know when they announced the start of shooting on episode eight it showed them filming on skellig michael and it was the scene where she was handing luke the saber right like as i still don't know is it going to pick up right away like right where episode seven dropped off le- left off is that going to be a flashback the- like a more traditional style flashback They'll probably learn all they need to on Skellig Michael, like or well, the planet is Takodana. No, Octu. Octu. Right. Um, they'll probably learn as much as they need to on Octu before they're found or need to go somewhere else to learn no, more. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying is the is episode eight gonna pick up immediately after seven? Because that would be weird. That'd be the first time that happens. <gasps> oh, excuse me. There's always some sort of time gap. In between the movies, it well the, if there is a time gap and they're filming this extra stuff in that training space, like that may be. Uh, what do we? What do you call that? Flashback. Flashback. Yeah, I'm I'm specifically talking about the scene of her handing the saber to Luke from the end. I don't of think seven. it'll pick up right from there. I mean, I don't either. But we've seen them reshooting or shooting that. You know what I'm saying. For episode eight and the episode eight announcement video, it starts off with her handing him the saber. Ryan Johnson's there. It's for episode eight. So the the one thing I've I've thought that the reason why it almost would pick up right away is because wouldn't you want to hear what Luke's first words are? I was about to say yeah. to her. You're gonna want to see that reaction. Wouldn't you want to see the first time Luke sees Chewie again you in all these years? That off in R two and stuff. So maybe it'll pick up right there. Maybe that stuff's for flashbacks. Um, and then as far as Pin, Pin, Finn and Poe go, I think it's going to be one of those situations where maybe it's three different concurrent stories. Maybe even four. You got Luke and, and Ray training and whatever's going on with them. You have Finn doing some sort of thing for the Resistance. You have Poe doing his thing. I would like it if, if Finn and Poe were teamed up. I would imagine Finn's going to have some sort of upgrade. I I don't know. It, after that serious wound, like you would think you would get some sort of... Yeah, but it, it was a serious wound, but was it more serious than getting attacked by the Wampa? No, probably not. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know how deep that lightsaber cut up his spine is what I... I mean, that's know. a good point. I'm not saying that's not a good point. I was just saying like... Uh, it's real easy to back bounce back from shit in the Star Wars universe. You're right. You know? You're very right. So, except for <clears throat> losing a limb, like you got to yeah. get a robot part. But even then, that that mother, that shit looks just like a regular hand. It does. Luke's hand looks just like a regular ass hand. But like that's the thing, you can't regrow a limb, right? But you but can you can get a everything else. Yeah, that's. I, I just don't know how far it goes. That's true. What I'm saying. So. um and then he clearly can't heal Darth Vader all the way. Clearly, 
Clearly, you can't heal heal that motherfucker. Lungs and can't regrow his dick in a petri dish. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <clears throat> I just wanted to say petri dish. You've been itching to say it. I have since we started talking about science. <laughs> um, and I, I would say so. You know, maybe uh, I'm gonna keep saying pen. Maybe Finn and Poe are together on some sort of mission. And then the net other story, I think you got to see what the fuck's going on with Kylo. Maybe they're the looking. First order. <clears throat> well, that's true. You know, someone's going to come looking for Ray. Oh, for sure. Either Finn and Poe, because Finn just is drawn to Ray. Obviously, right. um, there's some sort of attraction, or and I don't mean necessarily romantically, but those two characters are right. magnetic, almost. Yeah, like. I, no, I totally know what you mean. Um, well, we also have to take into account the three new cast members. We got Laura Dern, Benicio del Toro, and Kelly Ma- Kelly Marie Tran, and uh, they f- they have to fit somewhere in the, this whole story, you right. know. And who knows how that is? So it'll be interesting. They've been keeping this one pretty under wraps. We know we got some A wings, you know. Yeah, looks like we're getting some A wings. That's about all we know. Yeah, really. Uh, I still want to know if motherfucking Billy D is coming back, man. It'd be cool. You would think that if Lando, if they cast Billy D to come back as Lando, we would have heard by now. You would think. I'm thinking, like, maybe he's not. I don't think, can you go this whole trilogy without having fucking Lando? You can, but. It would not be preferred. There's a pretty lady at our door. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there is. It's a pretty lady at the door. Dharma, you know who that is. That's Jesse. All right. So thanks for writing writing in, Will A. I've been trying so hard not to call him Gramps. Dude. That was, that was his nickname in college, and I've been trying so hard to not call him Gramps this whole time. Yeah, I know. So this next one is from our buddy Dylan. He says, hey, guys, how you doing? Halls, you how mentioned... You do? How you doing? Halls, you mentioned you read Bloodlines. Are there any indication that Ben Solo has siblings? Do you guys think there are more solo children to be re- revealed in 8 and 9? From a story standpoint, I don't really have a strong opinion on which way it goes. But I don't think Kylo survives the current trilogy, and the skeptic in me finds it hard to believe the powers that w- would be would end the Solo-slash-Organa lineage rather than be able to use the family and stories for years to come. What do you guys think? So, on the first question, there is absolutely no indication in Bloodlines that there was any other kids besides Kylo. Um, you know, there's been a, a theory, um, our buddy Steel from Steel Wars, which you guys should check out if you want to hear a, another awesome Star Wars podcast. He uh, currently is a fan of the theory that Rey is a Solo, but they thought she died at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like early on in her life. And oh, wow. She was taken to... Um, Jakku by Snoke or something like that, you know? So, um, and that could be the case. That could be the big reveal. It would really suck, though, if she found out that Han Solo... And, and this, I mean, this is perfect for a movie. This is the kind of shit you do in a movie. But it would really suck she finds out that Han Solo was her dad and didn't know it before he died, you know? Right. Oh, man, you break my goddamn heart with that shit. But it could happen. It's more likely than some of the other crazy theories that are out there. It would be a very like brother sister reveal, like in Jedi. Uh huh. You know, if Luke, if she's talking to Luke about it, and Luke's like, "I never had a child, but Leia had another." Like, you're not. I mean that that's not wrong. Um, and you know what? I would be okay with that explanation. Um. I'm sorry. I, I can't get over. I wanted to be It would just Luke's be heartbreaking. Kid. It would. That she it would watched be. her father die. Um, and that her brother was the one that killed him. Um, I would like Luke to be her dad. But that's I just me. Too. I mean, that's And just I understand what for. the fucking barrel of monkeys you open with that. Because then you got to explain, like, well, then why did Luke? But remember what Maz Kanata says. Like, you're waiting for someone who's not coming back. The person, the people you're waiting for, they're never coming back. But, but there's, there's someone, someone still who could. And she says, Luke. But see, to me, that and almost she says she keeps saying she's waiting for her family to come back. That to me, that almost negates Luke being her dad because 
who she's waiting if Luke is her dad, that's who she's waiting to come back. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Unless her mother dropped her there. Right. I don't know. And said man. that they were com- yeah. I don't know. It starts to make my head hurt after it a little does. while. It really she does. could be nobody. You know, and I don't mean nobody in a, a derogatory way, but she could be unrelated. Yeah. She they could, they could very well a go. A citizen that way. of the world. Like now, I think you're you also got to take into effect that or take into effect that if she's not a Alex. solo or a, a, a Skywalker by blood, who's to say she doesn't adopt that name? You know, who's to say she doesn't because her parents were shitheads and left her on Jakku, Jakku she's like, we well, you know what? I'm taking the name Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is more of a father to me than whoever my real dad is. And I don't think that makes it any less of the Skywalker lineage just because she would be end up being adopted or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, but I do feel, I agree with, with Dylan in saying that I don't think they cut off. I don't think Kylo survives the trilogy. And I don't think they just end the Solo slash Skywalker lineage at all. I don't, you, know, you can't, you can't, I don't, I, you can't. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy has actually said that the, you know, the saga films are about the Skywalker family. Now that could just, that could end after this though. And, you know, going forward and if we ever get a, a 10, 11, episode 10, 11 or 12, then it would be it, about characters that are developed in that trilogy or another family, which would take some getting used to for me. But, you know, it's not like I would hate it, you know. Right. I would I would be optimistic and open-minded about it if that's the way they decided to go. But thanks for your email, Dylan. I'll say this. I really like the idea of it being the Skywalker lineage, like the story of the Wills being yeah. the story of... Yeah. Guy, you know, from the first to however far it ends. Like. I I just am not a fan of the idea of Kylo be, being redeemed and then him being the he, hero in the next trilogy. Right. I don't know that I can wrap my mind around that. Well, I'm not necessarily implying that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that's another way you go to that's keep me. the Skywalker right. lineage going. I guess you know? that's me just assuming Rey is Luke's daughter. Dylan was our buddy who sent us the uh, all the ingredients to make those delicious sour old fashions. So thanks again for they that. They were buddy. delicious. They are. I had one the other day. So our next email is from our buddy John, who I actually played a little Overwatch with this week. Really? Yeah. How was that? It's good, man. It was good. It was a good time. Uh, unfortunately, Wednesday I was doing a little. Um, work around the house and couldn't have my headset on the last time we played, so I didn't really get to chat with him. But I did over the weekend. He's a cool guy. And I think you're going to like this email. He is uh, he's like us. He likes a little pen and paper RPG action from Whoa. time to time. Halls and Will. What's up, guys? I first wanted to say how grateful I am that you've read all my previous emails. I always enjoy listening to your input on my questions. That being said, I have another query for you. So, I love role-playing Star Wars. I still play Wizard of the Coast's D20 system they made. It has always been my belief that for one to use a lightsaber, well, one had to be sensitive to the Force and be trained in it, which is why the only people we see using them predominantly are Jedi and Dark Side users like the Sith. The only exception to that rule have been Han Solo and Finn. Now, Han only used Luke's for a second or two. Finn, however, carried on an extensive fight with Kylo Ren. Only at the end of the duel did he fuck things up, and Kylo took advantage of his inexperience with the weapon. Would you attribute this to his training in hand-to-hand combat he would have received from the First Order? Or do you think it's possible that there is a glimmer of the Force awakening in Finn as well? Was it the Force telling him that he was doing what he was doing wrong, or just his conscience? I appreciate any thoughts you guys have on this. Take care, John. So, that's a good question. It it would be int- I I just have to wait to see how Finn's character is going to progress to really know for sure because you could go that way with him. You could make him force sensitive, and he could pursue the path of the Jedi. That's yeah. totally cool with me. Uh, you could also kind of use him as a Leia aspect, like he knows his place as a soldier, but like if you needed to call to him for help, he would hear you because right. he is connected to the Force, like. 
Well, see, and this like, is the maybe thing. Maybe that's about as good as Leia would do if she picked up a lightsaber. The the whole mythology of the lightsaber and how they're handled in Star Wars has changed so much. Like in the original movie, it Even, was George Lucas's concept that lightsabers were so powerful and heavy that you had to hold them two handed. You couldn't fight with them with anything but two hands, and that's why in A New Hope. You always see someone using two hands to use a saber. Right. Once the movie progressed and they were like, well, it's a little more dynamic and, and cinematic if you can use, you know, just one hand, then, you know, the fighting style changed. And then, you know, in the prequels, they go it's fucking all out. Flourishy. Granted, you're seeing Jedi at the, the prime of their power. Right. You know? um, but, yeah, I, I know what he means. Like, so in the book, in, in, they sort of explain finn's ability to use a lightsaber in this book called before the awakening which i've talked about before it's like um and he just had hand-to-hand combat training with with like those are they tantas is that what they're called tanfas tanfas um i'm thinking tauntauns over here yeah uh he had hand he had trained with those so you can sort of say that he's got some hand-to-hand because even you know in his fight with finn he doesn't do real good he doesn't do exceptionally well in in the fight with the stormtrooper with the baton, you know. So it's not like he's super proficient, and you could attribute that to being that it's a lightsaber and not that that weapon. Um, right. He se- he also seems even in his use with a blaster, he'll he'll he can kill someone if he has to, but he he's not doesn't want to like he didn't he didn't want to, but he's. I, I got to say, on Takodana, when the uh, First Order shows up and starts fucking shit up, Finn gets some pretty good shots off with his blaster. Right. Because after uh, Han shoots that um, stormtrooper in the chest, Finn scrambles over and gets a a fucking stormtrooper rifle, and he nails a couple stormtroopers. He does. So he is not bad with a blaster. He's not bad with a blaster. Like, he'll take somebody out, but, I mean, he's really hesitant to hurt somebody. And, like... To really stop those fights he was in, like, he could have. Like, all it takes is a little bit lower with the lightsaber where the protection of the tonfa isn't. Right. You know, and you're going to go right through whatever's there, hand right. or, you know, machine it's, or... You know, I, I personally, I would like him to be Force-sensitive. I always thought that it would be kind of cool if, you know, Ray trains with Luke and maybe he trains with Maz because him and Maz seemed kind of chummy. Like, she was like, hey, you take the saber. Yeah. And maybe... You know, we get different type of Jedi, different school of Jedi, you know? And maybe, I mean, I just thought about this, but Maz wouldn't have told him to use the saber if she didn't think he had some ability with it. You know, that's when a good point. Like, that is a good point. I need a weapon, and she's like, but you have one. That's that's only the thing, that's really the only thing that, um, hold on. Some water got... The uh, only thing that um, the only indication that we have that he may even have any type of force power is the fact that he uses a lightsaber. Although I do like the uh, what uh, John says here that maybe the whole him turning from the first order was the force speaking to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like that too. I like that, but I like that our buddy John likes to play Star Wars role playing. I like that too. Um. We had talked about one time about doing that every now and then on the show, playing a campaign and recording it. I'd be so down with that. It would be fun. It would be fun. It would be a little bit of work. We'd have to get some more source books. I actually have some of the uh, Wizard of the Coast ones that he's talking about. Um, And then there's a newer one that was put out by Fantasy Flight. I always like D20 systems. I liked, you know, D&D 3.5 and D20 Modern. All righty. We got a... Email from our buddy Tomas. Tomas. Hey, guys. So it seems that Rogue One needs some reshooting. First off, I'd like to know what you guys thinks that thinks think that means for the movie. Was it a really bad movie, or was there really just some stuff that needed to be fixed? Secondly, I heard that Han Solo, Alden Ehrenreich, would now make an appearance in the reshoots. What kind of role do you think he'd play if he actually does get put into the movie? Keep up the awesome podcasting. May the force be with you, Tomas. Thank you, Tomas. Okay. So like I was saying, this week, um, 
it started off on page six, which is a tabloid site, not necessarily the most reliable site for news. There was a rumor that there were going to be some reshoots done on Rogue One. Uh, And the sky started falling on the internet. Oh, my God. Rogue One's going to be terrible. Oh, my God. Disney's I, fucking up. I saw the news article and I saw all that, you know, worry about, oh, you know, uh, Rogue One needs reshoot, reshots or reshoots and Disney's not sure that it's going to be great. This, that, and the other. I was like, guys, like, they're going to make sure that it's great. This is why they're making sure that it's great. Thank like, you. Like, this is why we're best friends. <laughs> just everybody relax because they're making sure you're going to get the best bang for your buck, the highest quality you know, presentation that they can give. They're going to make sure. It's and every movie has reshoots nowadays. It's these reshoots were scheduled by the way, before the movie even started shooting uh, originally. Like it's so common practice, especially with big budget effects, heavy movies. Like some things work, some things don't like you got to go back in. You got to fix stuff. Maybe characters, like, maybe once you see the original cut of the film, Donnie Yen's character is so badass that you think the movie would benefit by having a little more Donnie Yen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe someone's performance doesn't work as well as the other, so you need a little less of that person and a little more of somebody else. Right. And the internet started fucking flipping out. Like oh, they my God. Do. And it, it's even worse when it's Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you hear that there's reshoots on the new X-Men movie, and everybody's like, oh, okay, there's reshoots on the new X-Men movie. You, you say there's fucking reshoots on the new Star Wars movie, and it's the end of the world. Oh, Disney's fucking up. But, so, and, and, and stories were going back and forth. There were people saying, there were reports coming out that were saying, oh, they don't want it to be, they want it to be more like The Force Awakens. They don't want it to be uh, just a war movie like they were originally saying. And they were saying, oh, Disney wants it to be a lighter lighter in tone and not so dark. And everybody's like, oh, they're fucking up. That's what the fucking uh, spinoff movies are supposed to be. Okay, first off, I've said from the beginning, we're not going to get a rated R Star Wars. We're going to get gritty Star Wars, but it's going to be gritty for Star Wars. I, I, hate to, I, I hate to put it this way, but it's because I just thought about it. And it's because I know Disney's track re- record. It's probably going to be like Pirates of the Caribbean style Star Wars. Like, no, not like not with that I, fucking obviously. wife beater Johnny Depp. <laughs> you heard about that, right? Yeah, I did. I heard about that. But like that adventure, that kind of I don't know war. I mean, look. So to make a long story short, making Star Wars had a story about it, and then um, which was pretty extensive. They heard some things. They didn't hear anything bad. They just heard that, basically, to make a long story short, this movie has been going under several rewrites since it began. There's been like three or four different writers. By the way, that's not a bad sign. That just means you get you pay the money to get a good script. And you have different people take a look at a script to get different influences, ideas, things like that. You know what I'm saying? The final script can be right. woven, patched, well, quilted, and apparently, lots of ideas. Uh, Lucasfilm and Disney, and this is not just Disney, were so happy with the final version of the script, which wasn't even done while they were shooting initially, that they wanted to go back and reshoot to make it more in line with that version of the script. Then EW, Entertainment Weekly, came out with an article today done by Anthony Bresnikan. Now, for people who don't know who Anthony Bresnikan is, he is basically Entertainment Weekly's Star Wars reporter. He covered a lot of The Force Awakens. He's the one who broke the Knights of Ren as a thing. You know what I'm saying? He's connected with Lucasfilm. Um, and so I would say that his article today, you combine that with the Making Star Wars article and you have a pretty clear picture of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I think you get both sort of sides of the story, and it falls somewhere like right in the middle. You right. know what I mean? This is what he said. He said that they're happy with the movie. These these reshoots have been planned since the beginning, and that they're just going in to further character development. They are not looking to change the tone or the outcome of the movie. They're not looking to change it in any large capacity. 
It's just reshoots, man. It happens. Sometimes it fucking you get, happens. Sometimes you can get golden reshoots. Isn't that right? Like, well, okay. You want to know a good example of something that was gotten in a reshoot for The Force Awakens? What? Who talks first? You talk first. Exactly. I talk first. That's good. That came from the reshoots. That okay. wasn't in the original shooting. Like, you can get good shit like that. And shit with Han Solo, like, I love <coughs> you, and he's like, I know. Like, okay. That's not... So, this is the the main article, that or the main thing I want to pull from, is um, fears that the heavy-duty war movie is being watered down into a light-hearted caper are unfounded, according to what Entertainment Weekly has learned. The movie is very different than The Force Awaken, Awakens, and that's intentional, one source say, says. It's a war film. That's cool. Rumors that Disney executives have forced the changes to make the movie more family-friendly are also false. Now, this isn't fucking page six. This is Entertainment Weekly. This is their official Star Wars reporter, Anthony Bresnikan. Calm down, guys. Johnny came at me hard about this, by the way. Really? On the newest Rogue One. Came at me like a fucking like Wolverine berserker mode. Dude, why? Because he... It's a bad sign. It's a bad sign. They're doing uh, four weeks of reshoots, which is not that much, but he wasn't having it. Um, it's not going to be that bad. It's th- it's a normal it's a normal process. It's only going to make the movie better. It's a more normal part of the filmmaking process, I, and I know that's that's exactly what it says right here. Um, now, as far as Han Solo being in it, this new guy playing Han Solo, I I don't think if they did it, it would be in a cameo capacity, and it would not be in any sort of major role i could see them and i've said this i could see them doing that as a cameo like oh look there's han solo in this bar or this spaceport or something you just see him briefly as sort of like a little wink and a nod to hey this is guy that's going to be playing han solo yeah the other thing is the reason i don't see it happening is how close this movie is supposed to be to a new hope he's not gonna look like that he's right like harrison ford right that's like you he's not gonna look like young han solo he's gonna look like middle-aged han solo from a new hope or you know han solo in his 30s or whatever you know so i mean while i on one hand i could see them doing it i also don't see it being that likely Uh, that makes sense i i saw it and was like i that doesn't seem likely like to get away with him being young Han Solo is the reason he looks different to me. Like, right. That's how you get away with it, because he is young Han Solo. It's got like... <laughs> yeah. Han Solo's like, what, 33 when they filmed those movies in the 70s? I can't remember 35 how... 35, maybe? Maybe, like, you know. So He wasn't in his 20s or, you know... Whatever uh, Aaron Aldenreich is or whatever his right. name is. Um, but, like I said, it almost seems like almost a Marvel thing to do. Like, you know how Marvel will throw in a little cameo or nod to another character that's going to be coming up yeah no that their future movies that makes perfect sense but it's the timeline that doesn't make sense to me that's what i was thinking but we'll see maybe maybe he'll look like really close to i mean yeah i mean like you know you scruff him up a bit or something or who knows who knows well we got one last email for the for you guys this weekend thanks for writing in tomas by the way buddy this is from our buddy king tom king tom whose kids will be directing a Star Wars in the future. They will. He says, Gentlemen of Blue Harvest, you're going to have to forgive me for breaking the rules. I wasn't listening to last week's episode while eating a bologna Big Mac, but rather while grilling some ribs. Hopefully, that's acceptable. I would say that that is very acceptable. And if Goose was on this podcast, I think he would give you a full-on pass, my friend. Yeah, he would. Because, look, I I know we talk about a a bologna Big Mac all the time, but Goose is also a fucking machine on the grill. He's a grill chef. I can give him the title. Grill master. Yeah. So I think he would be quite all right with you munching down on some ribs. Probably be like, oh, man, what you doing? Sauce or dry rub? Thanks for your comments on my Star Wars loving kids. In a few years, when they're able to listen to Blue Harvest with me, they'll understand why they'll be putting Will and Halls in whatever episode or anthology they direct. Mm. That's right, my friend. There you go. And like I said, I don't want a big role. I'm not greedy. No, I just want to be in a in the background, you know, at a cantina, or you know what you could do? You can make me an X-wing pilot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would be so down with that. <coughs> um. The reason for this week's email is to celebrate the most important tweet since 
Some guy in Pakistan told the world he heard a bunch of helicopters outside. What is that? Oh, he was talking about when, I think when they took out Bin Laden. When they took out Bin Laden. I, I bet you that's what he meant. Early this morning, Pablo Hidalgo, Pablo Hidalgo shared a, a new canon fact, and I quote. Now, I saw this. I got roped into this. You know, King Tom and, and Joe have a very, it's friendly. They have very heated discourse on our on Kia D Mundi going on, right? Well, Pablo Hidalgo said this, and he quotes, Kia D Mundi is a stupid idiot. Oh, what? Man, Tom, King Tom, like, he lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, my God. He was so stoked. He could not wait to load that ammunition. This tweet and the ensuing Twitter storm from Pablo, Matt Martin, and dozens of other Star Wars fans vindicated everything I've ever said about the dickhead Jedi. I do feel a little bad for my buddy Joe. At least he can have his fond memories of the EU where Kia D. Knobhead was a pimp hat wearing Jedi who had a bunch of kids. As always, thanks for reading and keep up the great work, your pal King Tom. Yeah, Pablo went after uh, Kia D. a little, a little hard this week i don't understand why i mean look it's it was all in good fun it wasn't like he was being serious but look in the movies kia d mundi is a bit of a dismissive dickhead not no pun intended he's only dismissive of anakin right the chosen one only the chosen he's a whiny little bitch by the way he is a whiny. i would be dismissive you know why i relate to that because if anna if little little Anakin was standing in front of me, I'd be dismissive of him, too. I'd be like, chosen one my ass. There's a lot of anger and fucking resentment in that one. Well, then that's why you try to help him instead of just being a dismissive Fu Manchu dick. No, you enabled I'm him to I'm just taking throw, the other side of here. You enabled him to throw the force all out of whack and bring it down to one. Maybe that's what had to happen, my that's, friend. That's, I know. I mean, I, The Jedi were bloated you, and complacent at that you point. You know I certainly believe in the will of the living force. So. I'm not arguing that. But yeah, <laughs> and I had to be like, Joe, do you see what Pablo's saying about your boy? He's talking some trash. But yeah, yeah, I knew, like, I saw the tweet at first and I was like, uh-oh, King Tom's going to be stoked about that. And I was not wrong. You were not wrong. I was not mistaken. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired indeed. Triggered. Triggered! <laughs> Man, I'm telling you what, I'm triggered by the fucking word reshoots at this point. <laughs> I'm telling you. I hear the word reshoots and I just immediately do one of those eye rolls where you think your eyes aren't going to come back to their rightful place. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're having a seizure. Yes. Yeah. I, I, somebody said reshoots the other day and Jesse put a fucking wallet in my mouth so I didn't swallow my tongue. <laughs> just uh. thought I was seizing up. Well, I think that's going to about do it for this week, buddy. Thanks for coming and recording Feels with Feels like we, we just started recording. I know. It's a little shorter this week, but it's a little later in the day. And no, I know. I got some work to do. And it's great. Fucking anonymous messages to deal with on Facebook. It's been one of those weeks, man. I know, dude. When it rains, it pours. You got to shake the haters off, man. You know, like in... Um, you know, if you, do, you, if you have haters, you're doing something right. Okay, spoiler alert for uh, the end of season five in Game of Thrones. You want Jon Snow... You saw that, right? When Jon Snow got stabbed by oh, all yeah. his boys. That's oh, yeah. what this week's kind of been like for me. Oh, dude. Not necessarily by all my boys, but just like stabbed. But you know what? I'm going to hang that motherfucking... What was that little kid's name? That little shithead? Ollie? Ollie. I'm coming for you, Ollie. He's a kid in Game of Thrones. He's a little shithead. When Jon Snow comes back, does he kill that kid? Oh, yes, he does. Oh. Yes, he does. He hangs him. <laughs> oh. And like, I felt bad. Because I was cheering for uh, like a teenage kid getting hanged, yeah. But I didn't feel bad at all. Yeah. Me and Steve were talking about it for weeks leading up to it. Like the first person, if Jon Snow comes back, the first person he needs to kill is motherfucking Ollie. <laughs> and you know what? It was. It was. <laughs> so, sorry for the spoiler alerts, there, oh, people. But yeah. damn, I was sure fucking happy to see that kid go. Anyway. Um. Make sure to check out our buddies in Stone Cobra. They just put out a new album, Armed and Hammered, available at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com, at stonedcobra.com, on iTunes and Spotify. Also, make sure to go to blurb.com and check out our buddy Evan DeCellis's new book, Roles Reversed. It's a good book. I've yeah. seen it. It's good. 
That's good. Got, he's we got some talented he's fucking talented. friends, man. We do. Um, but anyway, for Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast, I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs>